Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Westworld Review, episode 22 for The Passenger, episode 210 of Westworld. Good God. I started, I just looked it up. I did episode 201 of Westworld on May 12th of 2019. A couple more on uh, May 26th. A couple more on June, June 2nd. And then I took almost a year off, and I did uh, a couple on uh, April 13th of this year, 2020, and then uh, on the 14th as well. Finishing it up today on the 16th of April of 2020. So almost a full year. Uh, it took me to cover just 10 episodes. That is ridiculous. To be fair, though, I said this the show was going to be no more. I was cutting a bunch of shows from the from the from the studio, uh, like Westworld and Walking Dead and uh, American Horror Story reviews. I was getting rid of them all, but then you know you get stuck with back surgery and you just have to sit at home. So, hello again, I'm back. Uh, but it's the last episode of the season. I can't wait. And I have two pages of notes that go over this because fucking everything happens in this episode. So I am just going to speed through this so I don't sit here for 40 minutes because I know you don't want to listen to a podcast that long about one guy talking about one TV show episode. So let me go ahead and just rush through this. If I lose my voice, so be it. I got my, for some reason, I'm drinking a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. It's, it's not bad, but I can't imagine drinking this to get drunk. It would never happen. I could have 50 of these and still be fine. Uh, it's my second one in a row. It's not very good. It's not terrible, though. It tastes like an adult juice box. I just don't get the point of it. Anyway, uh, previously on Westworld, um, which is how the episode begins, uh, it, it shows all the previous stuff, and I have to watch Peter die again, which made me fucking mad. And then it cuts to Dolores doing uh, Bernard's Turing test, and apparently it's like number 11,000 and something. It just keeps doing it over and over and over and over for some reason. And then it shows Bernard in the now timeline. Again, the now and the then timelines don't mean anything because we don't know when this shit takes place. Like, it's, it's so out of order. This episode fucks, fucks with your head at the end. So I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to get into that later, but let's keep going. He drives a buggy to the desert is all he does and goes and stands and looks at the mountains. Um, Dolores uh, is sleeping with Dead Teddy, which sounds like a great band name. Because uh, he blew his brains out in the last episode. She's sitting there laying with him. She eventually gets up. She rides her horse uh, somewhere, like through the desert. And then eventually she gets the grass. She walks up on uh, the man in black who's still cutting his arm open. I assume he's, you know, this took place during that. But maybe not two days later when he's still cutting his arm open. Like he's really, uh, okay, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Take a break. Take a break. Take a break, man in black. Take a break, William. Okay, I'll get back to this later. I assume it's right when he started. Um, she says that she saw Emily's body on the way in. And then she takes the man in black uh, with her to the Valley Beyond. Um, there's going to be a lot of back and forth of this sort of shit. So we, we leave them there for now. Put a pin in that. Uh, Bernard sees a long line of robots walking through the desert uh, to the Valley Beyond. Um, uh, there's a Mad Max scene, which I found hilarious uh, because it's, it's Ashley and Charlotte and all the Delos guys. They're in their buggies uh, slowly following a horse. And on the horse is uh, Clementine. And it just felt like Mad Max. There's nobody playing guitar on, on like a fucking bungee chords or anything like that with fire shooting out of it. But it, it's not far off, really. Dune buggies in the desert uh, in, a, in, a, in just a big group. I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's just Mad Max. I wish they went further with that because it was getting ridiculous because it was like she's all bloody and like it looks like a witch. And then they're all just following her very slowly because a horse can't trot that fast. It's just going pretty slow, and they're like, hmm, where are we going? This is weird, right? 
Everybody agree this is weird? Let's just keep going. Um, the evil lab guy prepares the code up in Maeve. Uh, he's about to kill her. And then because he's evil lab guy, which I dubbed him, I found out I was correct because he doesn't, he's like, without pleasure, without pain, there can be no pleasure. And then he proceeds to turn on her pain receptors. So then she's like, ah, and her throat's all fucking cut open and gross. You can see all the, her throat muscles. Not very, uh, not very erotic unless you're in some weird shit. So, of course, I, I finished a couple times to it. But Maeve uh, turns on the robots. Sorry, she turns the robots on, and then they, they uh, a bunch of, like, uh, you know, West Westworld characters come in, a bunch of cowboys come in, and then they take the, the saw that he's about to cut, cut Maeve open with, and they, you know, put it into his throat. So he's dead, and then they start doing surgery on her. Uh, I assume she's controlling the surgery, which is just a weird thought. Um, Hector, Sylvester, Armstead, and Felix finally arrive to help. We haven't seen them in, in half a season at this point. They walk, they're going to save Maeve. They find Lee on the way. Uh, they're they're going to go get Maeve. Apparently Maeve is already awake, and she has a bunch of bulls that are like half bulls, half unfinished robot. And they start attacking the soldiers and killing them and like stabbing them with their horns. It's pretty cool. And she's like, I did it myself. I rescued myself. No big deal. The Delo soldiers arrive, and they find Bernard. Um... They're immediately shot by Dolores and the Man in Black, uh, and the Man in Black doesn't recognize Bernard. But then he's like, "Oh, Arnold, I haven't seen you in forever. How's it going?" I'm like, "Have these two? Because he starts to like get confused who's seen who because they all have kind of like intersecting storylines at some point. And I just assume Man in Black has seen everybody. He's been at that park for fucking who knows how long, and he just didn't recognize him. Uh, Dolores says that she built bernard by studying him when he was alive and then you know she's the one that did all the turing tests and everything which answered my question from the previous episode where i said a robot should not be administering a a turing test and i still stand by that but at least they gave some effort to explain it because she spent the most time around the real arnold uh the men in black shoots dolores but she doesn't really seem phased she just kind of takes it like what are you doing you're not gonna stop me keeps walking toward him as he shoots her shoots her shoots her and then uh, we see we saw earlier where she put the bullet that uh, I think either killed her or Teddy in a different timeline. She puts that like smash bullet into one of the gun barrels, one of the gun chambers, bullet chambers rather. And because of that, he shoots and it backfires and, and blows his hand up or blows, you know, doesn't blow it off or anything, just like fucking injures his hand. And I'm like, would that really fit in that little chamber? Because it's like cylindrical. And this thing is a mashed, like... Imagine five quarters stacked on top of each other. Like, almost, I don't, it's, it's way too big. How the fuck, where did she put that? I don't know. But he, she put it in the last chamber so that she knew he was going to shoot her, so that he'd blow his hand up. I just don't know how she knew it would do anything. How she even got it in there is beyond me. Maybe she smooshed it down. But then we see it, and it's still the same size. I don't know. I don't get it. So Ashley wants to track down the human signals, uh, the drones found. Uh, they found out there's a bunch of humans that are still hiding. He's like, let's go get them. They're like, no, the Dallas guys don't want to do it. And he's like, I'm fucking going. Like, this is my job. And then Charlotte eventually is like, get the, go, just go get them. God damn, dude, shut up, you bitch. Ashley doesn't have much to do this entire series, really. He seems like a pointless character. I don't know why they have him in there. He doesn't really do anything interesting. I, I like the actor. I like all the actors. But they have nothing for him to do most of the time. He just seems to, like... Walk in, witness shit, and then cry about it, and then leave. He's a lot like Lee. Those two guys just really have no control over their own destiny, except Lee does later on in this episode, and Ashley never really gets it. Um, Charlotte and the, the Delos guys on the boat, 
with Bernard. Um, they're all on the boat together, and then they arrive on a, some beach, and they start storming. And I wrote, is this now and the other Bernard stories earlier? <coughs> I'm allergic to this storyline. I'm sorry. Um, am I allergic to Mike's strawberry lemonade? Is that what it is? It's, it's kind of refreshing, but uh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze like all the time right now. So anyway, let's continue. Uh, the Bernard storyline. I just don't get when it is, and I wrote this then in real time. It ended up being correct, not like specifically to that storyline and when it was, but that's pretty much how this episode plays out. But we'll get to that. Um, or I was like, is this another Bernard Bernard bot that was activated? Because we saw a bunch of them covered in tarps for Ford's sick fuck fantasy, where he wants to fuck a Bernard every day. Just he wants a different Bernard. I don't want you to remember. Activate pain sensors. Ooh, no lube, Bernard. No lube. Let's get it done. Let's get up in there. Get up in your robot guts. I don't know. I, I still don't know. I watched the whole episode. I, it's one of those things I'm going to have to watch the whole season all the way through and not take a year off in between episodes to, to catch this shit. Maybe just watch 301 and 310. <coughs> I think I'm allergic to Mike's hard strawberry lemonade. I, I think that's what's going on here. I don't know. I can't stop sneezing. Oh, God. I need to hurry. I'm allergic to finishing the season, apparently, because that's why it took me over a year, almost a year, rather. Oh, God. I sound like I'm crying. It's weird that Dolores and Maeve, Evan Rachel Wood and, and Thandi Newton, have top billing when Bernard, uh, Jeffrey Wright, is clearly the main character of the show. So it's weird that they have top billing when he's in almost every single scene with Dolores, except the one she's off with Teddy. He's in every single scene with Charlotte or Elsie or, or fucking you name it, Ford. Every single character he's in a scene with, he's in almost every scene, it feels like. Especially the last couple episodes, but he's been a constant thread throughout this entire series and he still has third billing. It's bizarre. I think, I don't think he gives a shit if his name isn't first, but maybe they need those other two names to sell the show more. But at this point, when you have the majority of the scenes to yourself, and, and the main plot seems to focus around you. At some point, I'm going, hey, I, kinda help, I can't help but notice I'm the main character of the show and you're not giving me main character billing. The fuck? I need to work on my contract disputes some more and get some top billing. Or maybe he's getting like some weird shit on the back end. Who knows? He gets, a, he gets a Jeffrey Wright robot for every episode he does. He gets to fuck himself. I, that's what I do. You know, more than top billing at some point. Because I can't go home and fuck top billing. That's all I'm saying. Can't cover myself, my top billing with a sheet and hide it in the closet for my kids. I can't do any of that shit with top billing. That doesn't do any good. So they, we cut to another timeline. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, where Charlotte and Bernard, uh, they find the dead Dolores on the ground. She has her eye blown out. She's laying in a puddle of blood inside like this weird underground facility. They ask if it was, if she's the one that flooded the place. I guess she flooded it, which we don't see yet. Uh, we cut to earlier Dolores and Bernard, which is kind of like the backstory of how she ended up there. Uh, or you're assuming at this point, because you don't know how these fucking storylines go. For some reason, they start splitting the, the actual timeline in the episode itself, which is kind of rare. Uh, we cut to earlier, Dolores and Bernard get into like a mind light thingy. It like, just kind of scans your mind and puts you somewhere, uh, which makes them go back into the park. Uh, they, see, they see James Delos in a weird test world, and he's a fucking maniacal asshole where he's screaming at everybody. He's clearly drunk out of his mind, and he's like trying to fuck Clementine. And then he's outside going insane. Everyone's on their knees, and he's just like yelling at them while they're on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck are we? What's going on with this guy? And I guess she's explaining like we tried to fix him so many times, and no matter what, 
This is how he is. This is just how he is. So it's basically what he would be if, like, kind of like in the last episode where Man in Black is like, no matter what I do, this is how it ends up. I end up as a fucking psychopath. I think that's what Jim, James Dallas was. And they're realizing this is just what he's supposed to be, that now he has the freedom here in this place to do that without you know repercussions. That's the whole fucking thing about Westworld, right? That was a pointless fuck. Anyway, um, they're looking for the control system, and they walk into some uh, house, and it ends up being that uh, the James Delos... James Delos's memory, Delucy's Deli, James Deli, uh, his memory of the party earlier where we saw like, uh, you know, where Delos is talking to Man in Black and all that. And then uh, Logan's outside drinking. He's drinking by the water. And then Logan admits that he is the system controlling the place. He himself is basically in charge of the entire place. Um, the, we see a room with like a hundred James Delos and, and just all talking to different scientists down there. Logan says he made like 18 million versions of him, and he couldn't. He realized he couldn't make a legit copy, and they, he eventually shows uh, Dolores and Bernard the memory that defined James's life. Where he walks outside and he sees Logan on a, on a chair, you know, lounge chair outside drinking. He starts scolding him about the drugs. He's like, "If you go get clean, you can come back. You'd be part of the family, maybe part of the business." He's like, oh, "Last time I got out of rehab." He's like, "It didn't stick." It didn't stick. He basically tells me to go fuck himself and kicks his son out of his house. And I guess this is the last conversation they had because uh, Logan OD'd right after that. And uh, Logan kind of says uh, something that s sums up what happened to Delos and all, you know, basically what's going to happen with other people that they do that with, why they're trying to overcome this problem and why they're scanning people's brains to figure it out. He says, like, humans are really simple. They only live off a couple codes, and they have to live according to those codes. He's like, it's actually very simple, but which, which is kind of why Delos is, uh, James Delos is like a raging psychopath, and every single time they did it, it just doesn't matter. He has to follow these codes, and it's going to end up that way. So basically, if they try to change it, he'd be different, but it's not him at that point. So what's the point? Um, Dolores and Bernard, they find, uh, they find a room. Uh, Logan leads them there, and it's like the fucking room at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or this is a massive warehouse, but instead it's books, uh, and each book is like a different person that they studied. Because if you remember, they have the chips in the hats that scans their brains. So everyone that's ever been to that park is in, is in these books. Uh, Logan tells Bernard he's the one that told him to do this. So I guess Bernard is the one that ordered it. Um, says it's all knowledge. All, the, all these books are knowledge to defeat the humans. And with this knowledge, Dolores just might survive out there. He's like, none of, them, none of the rest are going to survive, but Dolores might if she reads this shit. She reads like three books. She skims through them, really, just kind of pluck, pluck, eh, okay, put them back. And then she does something later on that defeats the whole thing. The Delo, I'll get to it. The, the Delos team, I, I'm only halfway through my notes. Good God. 15 minutes in. I, I'm trying to burn through this thing. The Delos team shows up. Um, they're shooting at Maeve, Hector, Armstead, and Lee, and, you know, Felix and Sylvester and all those guys. Um, Hector, who's like constantly trying to save Maeve, he eventually is like, all right, you guys go. I'll, I'll go stop them. I'll, I'll you know, delay them. You guys go ahead and get out of here. And he's about to step out in front of him, and then Lee's like, no, no, I got it. He steps out, and he starts doing like a speech from some fucking play. And he's like, I'm the one. You're looking for me. Yes. There can be only one. It's, he does this whole speech, and he like gets shot in the shoulder by the guys. who are like, just put the gun down, dude. Like, We don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Because they know him. He works there. So I'm going to sneeze again. It's driving me insane. 
Um, eventually, Lee doesn't stop waving his gun around, shooting him. He's clearly not trying to hit anyone either. He's not trying to kill anyone, but he's just like trying to keep him down. He eventually gets mowed down, though, so Lee's dead at this point. I don't know why he didn't put the robot out there. I guess he starts to see the robots just as valid as, as have, val, valid of having a right to exist as the humans do, I guess, and I, I just don't agree with that at all. I really don't. I, I, I will never see a robot as a person, no matter how hard they try in the show or different movies or shows or books. I will never, ever see a robot as a human. It's just not going to happen. I don't care how much they think they are real and matter, but if someone programs you to think that, literally puts the memories in your brain and the feelings in your brain, then you're not real. And I, I can just turn you off. And if you don't have loved ones that come to your funeral, you're not a, you're not a real person. I'm sorry. This is not going to happen. You'll never convince me otherwise. Um, and, and especially if the closer you get to being a human for a robot, the closer you get, let's just say you're near perfect. You, you, can, you can replicate. You, can, you, know, you, have, you have an actual baby that uh, is gestating in, in your womb that someone made, and you have all the memories, and you live a, you know, an ac- actual human span, and you age, and you eat, and you shit, and you fuck, and everything. What's the point of making that? What, eventually, what, you, know, you have to get to the point of what is the point of this? Because... You can just make a person. I, I don't get the point of I just really don't understand it. Anyway, um, Logan starts talking about a, a virtual means of escape, and they start realizing that what's actually going to happen. Um, the robots outside, like all the Indians and stuff, are showing up to like this uh, door. It's like a it's like a rip in the in the world, and they start like, "What's this? What's this?" And it's like a big green lush field on the other side of it. Apparently, the humans can't see it because Sylvester and F- Felix are like, "What are they looking at?" They just can't see it at all. It's like built into all their brains to see this like magical door that they can run through. Um, one of the Indians just charges for it and runs through it, and his his there's kind of two, it kind of splits you in two because in reality he just falls down into the into the cave below, not the cave, but the cliff below. He just falls all the way down, and dies. But in their brains, you know, they split and they just go into the virtual escape. I, am I go through puberty? The virtual escape. They go in there, and then the other the other robots all see them in there and run around the green field. It's pretty cool looking. I call it the rift. I don't know what to call it. They. So he he's dead. They all see him though. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Logan and the virtual system with Dolores and uh, Bernard is like, oh, they're starting to show up. Like all the, they're just getting back into the system at that point. Dolores deletes all the people in the system for all the books. You know, she gets rid of all their memories. And then she floods the levels, which is how what happened before that we already saw. And then Bernard's like, why'd you do that? She's like, it's not real. He goes, what's the difference at this point? And she's like, only the real world is irreplaceable. And he's like, okay, well, that's a fairly compelling argument. Can't really go against that, you know? I mean, she has a point. Uh, I, I guess we're doing this shit. All right. But then... Um, Clementine and all her group shows up at the rift, and as you know, her entourage behind her in the buggies, uh, they, uh, she's like I mentioned, she's in the horseback and she slowly starts to trot through them. It's pretty cool looking because every t- everyone she passes is suddenly like, Rah! and they all have to start fighting each other and they just like start killing each other like crazy. And maybe even all of them start to see this and they start running toward the toward the rift so they can get get away from her. Um, Armstead shoots her. It uh, doesn't do any good, though. She puts her down, but that's it. And then um, everyone starts tearing her apart. And then 
And then, and then Hector dies. Hector gets shot. We're losing characters so, so quickly. I, I have a list here at the bottom of because I was keeping tabs. So once I realized we're on like the fourth character died, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep track. And it gets a little hazy with some reveals that come up here in a little bit. But I'll do my best to describe that because that's more, more concerning, more, more relevant going into season three. Um, which is, I think the sixth episode debuts in a couple days here. I, I, I'm not too crazy far behind because there's only eight episodes. So hopefully I get around to that shortly. I don't know. Like I said, I make no more promises about this show. Um, it's, it's a miracle I'm even doing it, honestly. I'm only doing it because I can't do anything else. Uh, we're in quarantine times, and I, you know, my back is still fucked up after the surgery. So here I am. Uh, Bernard tells Dolores uh, he won't let her hurt any more people. And she's like, their people are ours. He's like, either one. Because if you really see them as robot, robots as people, then why are you killing the people? It, 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 she's a fucking hypocrite. Everyone is, really. But he pulls a gun on her and shoots her in the eye, which is what we saw earlier. So Dolores is down now. Um, several notes in a row that just talk about people dying. Um, my next note, I already went over, really. The Indian, Indians start running into the rift. Maeve's running toward it. Armistice and Hector die. Uh, Maeve sends her daughter with the, the daughter's new mom with Akchetta, and, they, and then they run toward the, the, the rift. Um, they run in there, and they're fine, and they're all happy, which means they're dead. Akchetta doesn't run in yet. Uh, the Dallas team shows up and shoots Dolores like fucking crazy. And she's the only one they shoot, too. Um, she's like holding everyone back, all the people that are fighting due to Clementine. She's like literally has her hand up and they're all frozen. And then, so that's why they shoot her. But she falls and everyone starts to go crazy again. It was a pretty cool scene. I, I, I'm, try, I, I'm trying to like soak it all in and go slow on these parts because it was really cool watching this. But also, it, it's a fucking 90 something minute episode. And the notes I have are just so massive. Um, Akchetta is running toward the rift and then he gets shot as he's going into the rift so he kind of falls into it and he's just like once he's in that field with everybody feels his back and there's no bullet hole no wound and I thought that was going to be like a big revelation to the people outside of it but since Maeve's dead and everyone we know is dead it doesn't fucking matter but he's just like oh I'm fine interesting and he meets up with his woman that he was looking for earlier so he's got her it's like they're heaven pretty much uh that's clearly what they're going for, obviously. I'm not saying I'm clever because I'm thinking of that. That's, that's literally what they're going for. Man, am I allergic to this stuff? I'm going to take another sip, see what happens. Ah, barely refreshing. I am, oh God, it is, it's so sweet. How do people drink this? It's not gross, it's just so sweet. Oh dear God, so Bernard... Removes the encryption key, which is like a little black ball. I think that's what they removed from, uh, from. Uh, oh no, I, th I forgot his name. Peter Abernathy's head. Oh God, I'm forgetting my favorite character's name. Uh, Louise Hertham is, his, is the actor's name. But I think that's what he removed from there. That's the key to everything. Uh, he removes it. We don't see what he does with it. Uh, the man in black starts to show up. Bernard takes the elevator out. Uh, the Delos team uh, are shooting all the survivors at the rift. It's just walking up to him, bam, bam, whoever's alive. You see it in every war movie. Bernard shows up and meets up with Elsie, who we haven't, they haven't seen each other since they kicked her out of the doom buggy and was like, fuck off, bye, and left. So she's like, she doesn't scold him or she's not mad. He's like, I can save the host, but I, I need your help. And then um, Charlotte gets in a Jeep and takes off. That's what we see. 
And I'm thinking this is about the point where it starts to get a little weird, the episode. Because at, at this point, it's all an escalation of what should be expected of the plot and where it's going and where it's tracking and all that stuff. At some point, and it might be right now, I could be wrong. This is where it starts to go, okay, we did that. Now fuck that. Because we're going to twist that shit. So at the lab, uh, Bernard scolds Elsie for helping Charlotte. Because apparently that's what she did. Um, she says, Elsie's like, the, they don't know you're a robot. I can hide what I can. I can tell people not to tell, but th they might kill you. I don't know what's going to happen with you. Um, Charlotte shows up in the control room, and then Elsie goes down there and talks with her. Bernard has to watch as Charlotte shoots Elsie in the face or the chest or whatever. And just sits there and has to watch it because, because Elsie paused him upstairs. And... Uh, then the the in the flooded room, I'm so confused. My, I, again, this is going to get weird. I'm sorry. I have to read my notes. It's it's it gets a little tricky because it goes back and forth through time th with different characters now, not just Bernard. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Uh, Bernard is is talking to Charlotte later on while they're in the flooded room because this all happened before that, I guess. Which. Again, we're going back and forth. See, this is what it gets, it goes back and forth in time. Because this shouldn't be happening yet, but it's already happened. Some of it's backstory, some of it's not. And he's telling Charlotte, like, you killed, you killed Elsie. And she goes, did I kill her? And I was like, yeah, what? I don't, I don't get what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Um, we cut back to just after Elsie murdered, uh, Elsie gets murdered by Charlotte. And Bernard uh, is like, oh, God, I got to hurry. And he starts to hook his arm in to get Ford to come back for it and, and asking for his help. Eventually, he's like, I just need you to come back. I need your help on this. And finally, he's, he submits to, to Ford, who does show up. Um, Bernard tells Charlotte he made a choice, and that choice was to scramble his memories. And he goes, I've killed you. And the, and the Dallas guard's like, what? He's like, who killed who? He's like, all of you. And it, then he, he says he made someone. Made someone, sorry. He says he made someone. Because they kept showing like little quick clips of Ford and Bernard crafting a skull and putting it on a body. We don't know what the fuck it is. I assumed it was going to be a second Elsie. That's what I was thinking in the moment. Where robot Elsie comes out or the real one came out and she shot the robot earlier. I didn't know. I, I wish, I almost prefer that over what happens because a uh, naked robot walks out and then Charlotte is walking toward her and she's like, hey. And it, the robot ends up being uh, Charlotte and then Charlotte kills the real Charlotte. Um, and then I, it, it's weird. <laughs> Charlotte walks over to Bernard and it's Dolores. They put Dolores's memory bank into the body for Charlotte. And let me just say, I mean, I've been, I've been raving over how much I love Tessa Thompson. Um, she does a flawless Dolores impression. The way she talks is perfect. It's spot on. It is amazing. But then she kills Bernard. So we got Bernard down now. Uh, but then we see Bernard and Ford on a beach. Um, and he, Bernard starts to realize that Ford isn't really there because he deleted him from his banks. He's like, you couldn't have been there. I can't just get you back. Like, I don't have a Bernard code. I can just patch into my own self, my own brain. And then Bernard is like, I, I got to save everybody. And the only way to do that is to make sure they don't find what's in my brain. And then he just dies in the ocean. 
And I was like, wait, this is where they found him in the first episode, episode 301, right? So this all happened before, and then everything... It, again, you got to watch it twice just to figure out the, the story, because I'm forgetting shit, obviously, from the beginning of the season. So that means everything we saw happened way before? And this is the second wave later? What? I, I don't... But, but it could just be some scenes that were later. It, again, I, have to, I don't know how much took place when and, and what that means in the overall story. Because <laughs> you have to assume at some point this overthrows tried to, almost happened several times. I mean, Maeve and, and Akchetta and, and all, you know, Dolores, have con- they've hinted at parts with the, all three of those characters that this shit's happened before. But I don't know which parts happened before, which parts are now. I have to go back and rewatch it. I'm sorry. I'm not better at explaining this because this is my first watch through. This show has always been, I watch it, and then I talk about it. I'm not going to, like, review the whole season. I might have to at some point, though. I, or I'll look online and see what other people are saying. That's the only time I ever do that is when I'm like, wait, what? And I don't want to watch 10 hours of stuff again. But I love the show, so I'll go back and watch it at some point. It really is enjoyable. I like to show it to my girlfriend at some point because I, I love this show. This is my Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't really, I like Game of Thrones, but it does nothing for me. This show is like, yeah, this is my jam which makes it really hard to discuss as I can't really make fun of it a bunch. Uh, again, this is the least funny of my review shows. Go check out LIW. I'm not done yet, by the way. I'm just doing a plug here for no reason so I can just end up and be done. Go to LIWstudios.com or your favorite podcast, podcast app and just look for LIW shows. Uh, West, uh, Westworld, obviously. Uh, American Horror Story, Twilight Zone Review. That's probably the biggest one we got on there as well as uh, Walking Dead Review. But we just started up a couple days ago. The reason I brought this up because I'm excited. Tales from the Crypt. LAW Tales from the Crypt Review. It's going to be on iTunes shortly here. I keep checking every fucking hour or so. It's still not there. It'll be on whatever podcast apps you have. If you if you have a request for a podcast app, I can put it on there. Just email me, loitering at wonderland at gmail.com. I'll, check, I'll do what I can. Point is, though, so this is the least funny of those because I love this show. The other shows are right for the right for the making fun of, right for the satir- I don't know, satirizing them or, you know, just ripping them apart for it because they're terrible. Um, but I had a fucking blast doing the first episode of Tales from the Crypt. Uh, I'm going to have a different guest on every time or try to at least. It's not just me. Um, but anyway, so let's get back into this. So um, D- the Delos team shows up on the beach um, that we, you know, after they got Bernard. Uh, they're helping the survivors. Um, Charlotte shows up too. And Ashley steps in front of her and asks why she's not staying. And she's like, well, I, have to, I have work on the mainland. And he's like, does a, he does like a really cryptic speech to her about, you know why Ford hired me on here? Because I was hired by the big man. You know why he hired me on? To take care of the park. To take care of what he needed. To take care, and I'm like, get to the point. Are you going to, do you know she's a robot and you're going to stop her? Or you, you know she's a robot and you're going to let her go? Or you don't know she's a robot? What, what is it? What? What? Because when the speech ended, he let her go, and I still didn't know what the fuck that meant. I have no idea. The one time they give Ashley something to do, I didn't understand it. Um, and then they also find the uh, man in black. He's alive. Um, a woman asks uh, some female scientist walks up, and he's, she talks to Felix and Sylvester to salvage, salvage the robots that they can. And they look down, and they see Maeve right there. And I'm like, ooh, they're going to go save Maeve. And they're, like, crying that she's dead. They, because she, she helped, you know, they were together for a long time, honestly. Um, Dolores tells Bernard um, in, in a weird little flashback thing 
Dolores tells Bernard that she has he has to go against her, and I'm like, oh, what? Okay, I, I need to rewatch some of this stuff because it didn't make any sense to me at that point. Because there's they're throwing scenes at you left and right here that change the way you're looking at the entire season, which is cool, but also unfair because it's one after the other after the other, and so eventually your brain just goes, oh, I'm checking out here. I'll figure this out later, and you're not going to unless you rewatch it. So. Um, Bernard is kind of like in his heaven. He goes home, like where we saw him live before. He opens the door, and uh, we assume it's to find his kid because he was looking at a picture of his kid before this. They showed this, so maybe he's in his heaven, like his version of the rift, and he's going to find the kid. This is where they go when they're asleep, I guess, or dead. Um, and that's where the that's where the season ends, except for the fact that they have a post-credit sequence uh, where the man in black goes into the flooded area, which we kind of saw earlier, and he sees Emily, who's a robot, and she says the system is long gone, and then this is his world, and it's all sandy, and, and everything's destroyed and everything, and it looks like the city, maybe this is what, supposed, like, she's showing him what will happen if the robots take over everything. Um, he says it's uh, in his park, and Oh, he says he's in the park, rather, and he asks how long he's, how long he's been there, and she just kind of looks at him, and I was like, it's just like William and, but sorry, let me backtrack a little bit there. He he says all this while they're sitting in chairs talking to each other, and he's kind of like accepting his reality, and he's like, uh, I know I'm in the park. How long have I been here? They're kind of doing that whole conversation. It's exactly like William and Delos, how they had the conversations before, where they're trying to get the Delos uh, robot down, and they keep fucking up, and it just keeps going crazy. Keeps having the hand ticks. So we realize now Man in Black is a robot. We don't know if th this is the same Man in Black that we're from before or this is a different one. We Nobody knows. We'll have to figure that out later. Uh, at some point, you're assuming that he's been a robot since ever. Like he's always been a robot. But it also proves that Emily was also a robot because we're seeing robot Emily right now because that bitch is dead. And now that we're done with that, that's the end of the series, or season, rather, for t season two. Let's go over our list here real quick before we go about people that, you know, robots we lost this season. Let's do our in-memorial, uh, like the Oscars does. Um, so long, Teddy, Dolores, Maeve, Hector, Armstice, Lee, Emily, Elsie, Charlotte, Bernard, most importantly, Peter Abernathy, who I didn't put on the list, but I just remembered he dies this season, and I need to go over it again, because he's died several times. But um, so When I said this list is confusing, it's because of the whole Dolores and Charlotte thing. Because real Charlotte's dead now, robot Charlotte's alive, but it's, it's Dolores robot that's in there. So do whatever you need to do with that information, because good luck figuring that shit out. It reminds me of I grew up a, a Charlotte Hornets fan, and then eventually they moved to New Orleans and were the New Orleans Hornets, New Orleans Hornets, and then eventually the Charlotte Bobcats become a franchise, and I'm like, oh, no, thank you, I'll be, I'll still watch the New Orleans Hornets because they're the Hornets, but then they changed their name to the New Orleans Pelicans, and then a season went by, and I'm like. The fuck do I do with this information now? I'm just—I have no idea. And then the Charlotte Bobcats changed their name back to the Charlotte Hornets, and I'm like, okay, well, do I watch the Pelicans or do I watch the former Bobcats now Hornets again? Because 
technically the Bobcats aren't what the Hornets were. They're a different franchise. And the old Hornets that were on the Hornets teams are now the Pelicans. And it's just, it fucked in my brain for some reason. And eventually I was like, all right, Charlotte Hornets. I'm just going back to that name and just deal with it however I need to. The Pelicans are a lot better than the Hornets, you know, as far as team goes. But it, it's, it, fuck, it was fucking my brain watching New Orleans Pelicans. I couldn't do it, and I just had to go back over to the, to the Bobcats slash Hornets now. I mean, they're, all, they're my secondary team after the Bulls. But I, it's always, you know, I'm allowed to have more than one team, okay? They're, they're that team I loved as a kid because everyone in the 90s loved the Charlotte Hornets. But it reminds me of this, where you're like, if you're a Dolores fan... Are you are you sad by her death or excited by her rise in a different body? Or are you going, I, I'm a Char- I'm a Charlotte fan personally, and she's dead, but she's technically alive, but with a different brain. I don't know what the fuck to do with this information. I don't know who to root for. I, I don't know if I should be sad or excited or what the fuck I should be feeling right now. I have no idea. I don't know if this happened 20 years ago. I don't know what is happening now. I don't know when any of this happened. It doesn't make any sense to me yet. I have to go ahead and rewatch it and, and figure this shit out or, or take some sort of community college class where they go over the Westworld theory and, and bring in some fucking professors and some guys that work for HBO or the writers or Christopher Nolan or someone. I have to figure something out, all right? I don't know what to do with this information. It's not making any sense to me and i just can't i just can't cope with it guys i i'm not figuring it out i'm at 37 minutes right now trying to talk about this one episode because it's 90 minutes and oh man uh it might be a while before i'm back for 301 i don't know if if i lose my fucking mind being in quarantine being able to barely leave the house and now i have to deal with this shit where my own brain i can't even get in there because it's filled up with westworld shit and and uh, 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 oh, it hurts. It hurts. Charlotte. Oh, oh, Charlotte. I miss you. Peter, I miss you all. They did the thing I didn't want them to do. I asked in the last episode, don't take away Charlotte and Peter at the same time. He said, I don't have anything. And now kind of Charlotte's gone. Kind of Charlotte's not. Uh, Peter's totally gone. He got his head cut off his own daughter, not daughter. Well, you know, because they're robots, they can't really breed or anything. And I just need to go. And I'm so sorry. Uh, until next time. In the meantime, uh, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>